What up, what up, what up? It's the Halfway Humble Podcast. We back at it again. And this is episode, I got it this time, Jay. I got it, I got it, I got it. Episode 58. Am I right? Word up. That's what I'm talking about. Only took me 57 episodes to get it right. <sighs> this guy. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm going to start off with you. Then I'll talk about me, but I'm going to start it off with you, sir. How was your week? You had a week off last week. You know what I'm saying? He's on vacation. You know, you're making a little extra money. Sapiens doing well. How you been? Hey, you know, I got, you know, got booted off the show, you know. <laughs> You know how that go, man. We we usually have a falling out and, you know, <laughs> disagreements happen and, you know, we, got, we, we got to part ways for a little bit. We, we yeah, might as well. <laughs> might as well. People like drama, so, yeah, we, we, we was beefing. Drama. <laughs> yeah, we, we was beefing for a little bit, you know, me and Stamps don't always see eye to eye, so um, I had to leave for a little bit. But, you know, we, you know. Take some like, some some real real dudes to go through some real things, you know what I mean. So here we are back at it, you know. We, we reconciled. <laughs> we we literally probably agree on ninety eight percent of things. Yeah, but that other two percent, you know, it get real. It get real chaotic. So <laughs> that does you know stuff stuff be coming to blows and you know drive bys and stuff like that, man. It's just threatening kids and. Stuff like that. It, it get real. It get real ugly. So, you know, we we have to we have to chill out. Uh, I'm a pretty nonviolent brother myself, so I don't really know what you're talking about. You know, what I'm saying these, these oh, you, lit. oh, you're nonviolent now. <laughs> nonviolent. You know, I know. Man. I know. We got the the BLM movement and all of that, but all of a sudden you. <laughs> You nonviolent over there. I'm nonviolent, brother. You know what I'm saying? I just wish, oh, you pro- okay. I, I wish you nothing but prosperity. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, okay. no beefs over here. Anything just right. requires a conversation. You gotta, you gotta, I, I can see you right now with the imaginary koofy <laughs> on your head right now. Right. It's all good, though. Oh, man. How's your week been, man? Week been cool. Um, Work has been cool. Uh, Sapiens is doing well. We're expecting a couple more clients, hopefully, by next week. Uh, That's what's up? You know, so everything is everything. Is everything. What about okay. stuff on your end? Oh, man. Well, it's been, a, it's been a very productive week. You know, I was able to get the... Uh, get my business cards rolled out and my business website and stuff rolled out for the, for my real estate venture. So okay. everything's official. I have the official real estate page, uh, J stamp at J stamps, the realtor. If you want to follow that page and, uh, I'm on Facebook as well. And halfway humble now has a Facebook as well. I was able to put that up. So y'all stop. Y'all about the, Facebook, it's up. So, yeah, man, I'm trying to trying to. Now do my all you got to do is get know? that Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you got to crawl before you walk, man. So I'm, that's next. That's yeah, next. You know, <laughs> that's get, next. Them, get them tweets off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I'm trying, man. So yeah, I was actually able. To, I did my first showing uh, last week, 
I was able to, by the grace of God, I had a, my, my principal broker was, she was actually out of town and granted me to, gave me the opportunity to show, uh, show a home to a client of hers. So that was my very first showing. And so it was dope. It was a little nerve wracking at first. I wanted to make sure I did everything right, you know, but it ended up going really well. And, uh, I was very appreciative, still am very appreciative of the experience. So it's kind of like, I got that out the way. So you kind of doing things like that kind of like builds your confidence. You know what I'm saying? It just makes you feel more. It just makes you just feel better. It's like, okay, I know what that feels like now. So I'm no longer, I'm no longer in my head about it. So like, what do I do here? What do I do if this happens? So now I have something to kind of, I have a little bit of a template to go off of now in regards to showing a house and doing an open house. So, yeah, it was, it was cool, man. I enjoyed that. That was last Saturday. So I really enjoyed that experience. And it was funny how, you know, when you ask for things and pray about things, sometimes you get those things, but you don't get them the exact way that you want them. But you still get them. <laughs> but you just don't get them Facts. where you thought it was, was going to happen in your head. It's like when you tell a kid, your right. child something, and you, when you tell them you want them to do it a certain way, but it, they do it, but it's not the way you pictured it in your head. So it's kind of like this scenario. Like I was definitely blessed and, and, and very appreciative of getting it. It just was like how it happened. It was like, Whoa, this is really happening. And so, but it it all worked out. It all worked out for the best. So I I really very appreciative of that. It was, it was fun. So had my first foray into the uh, real estate world, as far as showing a home. That's the business, man. Congratulations. And, Next time it'll be your first sale. So that's what I'm talking about. Speaking looking of forward to that. Appreciate that, man. Yes, sir. So, but yeah, no. So other than that, it's just been uh, just been trying to get everything starting to just tighten stuff up on my end uh, from both sides. Whether it's uh, from just the work aspect, from the real estate aspect, from the halfway humble aspect, looking at things, looking at stuff for the future. So um, just a lot, man. But um, I'm getting it done. I'm getting it done. Just trying to be, just trying to, uh, just trying to expand my palette, get more knowledge on certain things, be a little bit more social media savvy. So you'll start seeing some more videos, um, more Instagram stories. You may see me talking on the stories just to kind of just get more comfortable with that stuff. So just trying to do more. So yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, what else was I going to talk about? My, oh, yeah, yeah. My son, which is your godson, he had a game. Uh, they had a rough game this past week. And uh, <laughs> they were like, I think they they thought the game was going to be a little easier than it was, you know. But these the other kids, mm-hmm. when they came to play, but they got their game face on. They made certain good plays. I was proud of them because they stayed, they stayed in it. And uh, George mm-hmm. showed he showed out. He had uh, he stole some bases and everything. I didn't know he was gonna steal a base. He took off, and uh, he That's ended, what's up. yeah. So he ended up getting uh, he got two really good hits, stole two bases, got home. I think he scored like two runs too. So he was doing his thing, man. So shout out to shout out to the little shout out to Jay Stamps. Yeah, shout out to little Jay Stamps and the White Sox. Yeah, man. So, I shut out. I went and got me a little White Sox fitted today. So, I'm good. I'm ready for the game tomorrow. I'm going to have it fitted on deck. So, 
So yeah, no, nah, it's it's been dope, man. I um, it was funny today. I I went I went ahead went to the shop today and uh, went ahead and got went ahead and got got chopped up, man. I went ahead and cut the hair, man. I got I cut the hair. Oh word! Yeah, I cut the hair. Had to, you it was about you ain't got the you ain't, you ain't got the high top no more. Nah, man, I had to cut the high top down, man. <laughs> it was about that time. It was, it's a lot to. It, it, my, my son about disowned me. He's like, Dad, what happened? He said, he said, I'm ashamed. <laughs> I was like, dang, it's like that. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, I had to cut it. I mean, I, I I did get it on the business photos and all that stuff. So it's it's there. So anybody wants to see that, yeah. look, it's it's there. Yeah. It ain't going nowhere. So, but yeah, I had to uh I just did it was time for a change, man. You know me. After a while I gotta switch it up again. So and I yeah. had to I'd I'd had that look almost a whole year at this point. So two months out of a year. So I was like, yeah, it's about that time. And it was just yeah. uh, the upkeep of that particular hairstyle. It's dope. Like, I like having the hair, the little faux hawk. Nah, that stuff is cool and trendy and all that good stuff. But that's take, that's a lot of maintenance, man. You got to pick your hair out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's facts. Yeah, then you got to sponge. To get that curly effect, you got to use a coil comb or the sponge. So it adds time to your to you getting ready. That's like a lot of grooming because you have to wait. Once your hair gets to a certain point, you have to wait till your hair dries a little bit in order to get that effect that you want it to have. So it's not like you can mm-hmm. just brush your hair, get up, brush your hair, take a shot, throw the do-rag on, and you out. No, you got to sit there, let your hair dry a little bit, pick it out, put the cream in your hair, let that get right, then pick it out. Make sure you pick it out evenly so you don't have no spots. Then take the sponge right. and go over it. So that's another, that can add another 30 to 45 minutes to your day. Getting ready. Absolutely. That's why you always see me around. You always saw me around with the dark season. I ain't got time. Just hit it with the brush and keep it moving. You know. Right. Yeah, man. So it's just low. It's it's very. It's a. It's more of a high maintenance dude, man. It was cool, but I'm just like right now, um, just trying to get stuff going. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be doing all that, man. Like, cause it's like per prime example, me trying to do a show and like that. That I'll give an example that uh, on Saturday when I told you I had that show, you know, that that impromptu showing, I was coming back from the gym. So coming back from the gym and I had to be there at a certain time and I had a certain certain window of time to get ready. So it was like, OK, let me hear it. As soon as I got here, jumped in the shower, picked my hair. I had to wait. I tried to wait, but I couldn't really wait that long. So it was still kind of wet. Had to still put the stuff in there, pick it out as much as I could, coil it, but it's, it didn't ha- it didn't pop like it probably could have popped had I had that full forty five minutes. But you know, I could, it is what it is. I had to get up out of there. So you know, then it's the sponge right. in the car, and I'm trying to sponge my hair on the way to the thumb. Like, yeah, this is this is becoming a lot. So you know, and you know, it's just hair. If I want to grow it back out, I'll grow it back out. But. Yeah, I'm cool. And then it was like, you know, you you take little things for granted. Like if you lay back, you know, you laying back on something, it's gonna flatten your joints. Then you got to pick it back out. If you lay a certain way, you come up looking like a kid from Kid and Play. So one morning I woke up looking like Bobby Brown. I had like the Gumby joint because I was laying a certain <laughs> way, so my hair was like sloped up. <laughs> 
That's so, hilarious. Yeah, so you got the Gumby joint. Then you can't just throw, you know how you throw a hat on, you know, with the low joint, with the low cut, with a low fade and a low season. You throw a hat on, you take it back off, you brush it a little bit, you good to go. When you do, you throw a hat on when you got this hair, this, that hairstyle, your joint is done for the day. Unless oh, you, you done. <laughs> you done. You wearing the hat for the whole day. Your don't joint. even don't even bother. Right, your hair look your hair matted down on the front front of your head. It was <laughs> it was plenty of times my joint was just like stuffed in the middle. I'm like, man, what is this? So yeah, man, it was just like a, it was more of a maintenance issue. Like I'm trying to be like I'm trying to do the workout thing, you know, trying to do different stuff, and it's like that hairstyle right. is not really conducive to saving time. So no, nah, it's know, not. It's like it's cool, and it was fun. You know, I, I did it. I I just wanted to, you know, experiment, try something different, which I did. And then it's like, all right, well, let's get back to business now. Right. So you know, but you know, it is what it is. But it was it was just pretty funny. My son and my son's been seeing me like that for a while now. So he forgot what I looked at like with a low hair because he looked at me like I was a traitor because he got the little <laughs> four hogs. He's like, Dad, what did you do? He's like, I'm disowning you. Like, <laughs> I, I'm ashamed. Like, I can't even. I got to get used to this. So, That's hilarious. But it was funny because I was at the barber shop. That was a whole different take. You know, they gonna gas you up. So they cut my. He cut my hair and then like you know a big lump of it fell into my lap. He said, "Up oh, there, it go." <laughs> <laughs> and he blew it off, but then when they got done with the cut, they was like, "Oh, you look like new money now, man." <laughs> <laughs> so you know they get they gas you up a little bit, man. You be feeling good. You walking up out of there, and then you right. know your, your son. When you have a son like mine, he can deflate you real quick. So it kind of keeps you balanced. You know what I'm saying? Keep you right. halfway anyway. <laughs> so. Nah, man, but hey, I'm sorry for going off on that diatribe, but I just, that was pretty funny today when, uh, I, and it's, but you know, in all honesty too, it's taking me a second to get used to having the low haircut again. It's like, dang, I forgot what it felt like, you know, cause I was right. it being high. It was like, dang, that dude, it feels funny. It looks funny right now, but yeah, it's all good. Low maintenance, man. So that's that's what I'm here for. And I'm trying to get them waves like Jay again, man. Jay got them, Jay got them tidal waves. So I'm trying to get back, get my waves. Mm, nah, I ain't doing that no way. Yeah, I I need to step mine back up. I just ain't been caring. Yeah, get get them seasick like Jay. So I had to get the. Nah. I had to go get the do rag out of retirement. I found it in the drawer. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> it was stuffed all in the side of the drawer. I was like, there you go. So, but yeah, shout out, shout out to low maintenance, man. Low maintenance hair. That's a good look. Facts. That's a good look. But now enough of that, enough of hair care tips and all that. What we're here to talk about today. The main topic I wanted to, I, I, me and Jay had, um, had a little bit of a conversation prior to discussing what we were going to talk about this week. And I I just it, I felt like it was pretty cool to talk about it's a, a nostalgia perspective, but it's it's current. They have a current show on BET that's highlighting the groups or record labels in hip hop that me as well as Jay and people in my age range from about eighty that was born between eighty four and ninety. We should say Jay, you think eighty four to ninety? Uh. 
uh, any eighties really. You know, yeah, any eighties, baby. 80s to about I would say nineteen ninety would be the cutoff. So, yeah. but so anybody born within that time frame, um, really appreciating these documentaries right now, and like, and and I'm I'm like really surprised too because. BT is like stepping it up in in a good way, but I I was able to catch the No Limit one where they they highlighted No Limit records like the rise and kind of fall well not even fall because P is still doing good but kind of the the rise and then to see them when they were at their highest to when they kind of plateaued out and people went their separate mm-hmm. ways so they got a full mm-hmm. do- they had like a five part documentary on that which is dope. And then the one, the, what we're going to talk about today, whether well, it's a certain subject we're going to talk about a certain person. Um, and we're going to take it from a different kind of a different spin on it. Cause I don't want to do like a straight up biography on the person and, we, and the person's DMX. Cause they just recently released the first two episodes of the rough riders documentary. And that was a record label mm-hmm. that uh, DMX pretty much put on the map. And um, it was dope because I always was an X fan, but I wanted to take his from a perspective because, and he, and he's time and, and I'm jumping around a little bit, but it's, it's, it's timely because he just had a versus battle with Snoop. And I think that re that one that reintroduced people that were fans of X before and, and fell in love with his music initially back to x and then it introduced a whole some new generations to who x was too and had them you know now they're kind of looking at looking for his music and going jumping on the streamings the, the music streaming sites listening to his stuff so it's like a resurgence so it's kind of, it's, it's um it's timely but it's also classic you know, stuff. And I just want to touch on kind of him and kind of, and, and take it from our halfway, the halfway humble perspective and talk about like what he meant to us at a time when we were going, we were growing up. Like we were teenagers when we were like, when X came in, we were like 13, 13, 14. So we're like right there on the, cause we're like, uh, yeah, That's I'd say I say yeah, about 13. Yeah, it 13. Was 13. Yeah, it was 13. Four, yeah, because so that's when the, I remember. Yeah, that's when four three two one came out. Right. So that's what I wanted to kind of touch on today, man. Like, what was it about X that got you? You know, what was the first song? And you know, we'll, we'll go back and forth and talk about it. But since you already brought the song up, let's go. Let's jump from there, man. Like, so was uh, four three two one your introduction to DMX? That was that your first uh, time hearing him? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And it was um it was crazy cuz you know it was uh you know this is back when BET was all about it was all about the music and the visual to go right. with the music, right? right? Remember remember they used to actually BT BET and MTV used to actually play music videos all day long. Hey, hey, shout out shout shows. out to Rachel. Shout out to Rachel. She had about four shows on BET. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to Rachel. Is Rachel still fine? By the hey, way, she probably still hey, is. Rachel's gorgeous. Rachel had how many how yeah. many shows did she have? She man? had she I know she had plenty groove. She had island vibes or whatever that show <laughs> was. It was like Car- that Car- Caribbean rhythm. Caribbean I used to watch rhythm or something. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was, I was like, is that Rachel? 
I thought she was on Planet Grill. Like, how she got two jobs on the same station? Whatever. Man, you know what I mean? Then she and, and then Rachel, like Rachel, had a thicker accent on the Caribbean show. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, again, I, and, and she and she all of, all of a sudden be on the island. You be like, wait a minute, you was just in right. the studio. I'm like, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is that a set or are you really <laughs> out there? I didn't understand that, but yeah, yeah that that woman was gorgeous. Right. Anyway. <laughs> we were digressing. We're digressing. Go ahead. Yeah, I digress. We were, we was 13, 13, 14. That's, I mean, come on now. You got to give us some, you know, it is what it is. That's what we had. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to Google. I'm going to Google Rachel after this. See where she at. <laughs> see what she been up to. I think she on the ground. I, she probably is. She probably still look the same. That's the, that's going to be the crazy part. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel was the one. She was, she was the one. She was the one, but yeah, yeah. So I'll go ahead and finish, man. We you know we got off on a tangent. Go ahead. Yeah. So four, three, two, one um, was my introduction to DMX, or AKA Dark Man X. What they know about that? Dark Man um, X. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, it was, it was one of them things. I was a huge, huge, huge Rap City fan, and. Um, this was back when was it Joe Claire was on Rap Joe City? Cle- Joe Cleasy, Joe Cleasy, and Big yeah. Liz. They was out. They remember, yeah. remember they were kind of yeah. interchangeable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Liz, shout out to Big Liz. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So that was my first introduction. So you know, I'm listening to Method Man, Red Man. You know what I mean? And then I hear this dude come on out of nowhere and immediately the thing that that kind of captivated me was his voice it was just so distinct and different from anything that I ever heard and then you match the the fact that he could actually rap in yeah. his flow together and I was like yo who is this DMX dude yeah that's, and so yeah. after that like um I think the the second time that I heard from him, because you know, back then you always had to listen to artists for what their debut single was, right? Or or if they were a feature, you have to listen for, I'm like, okay, yo, is this person coming out with a solo project? Or, you know, what are they, you know, because usually if they, was, they had, they were on a feature, that would be their introduction into the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, with X, I heard him on that feature, and then the next song that I heard him on was just a song by himself, and it was called "Get At Me, Dog." Mm-hmm. And I remember that video being so crazy because the the energy around it, and this was back when, of course, Hype Williams was directing everybody's video, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But the energy around it was just so raw because it was it was a Hype Williams video, but it wasn't like the typical flashy Hype Williams video. Like this was a gritty, you know, this this kind of gave you the the tunnel energy that yeah, was that's uh, they, like that's where they shot it. I think they that, shot it. That's yeah, where they, they shot, shot it at. The at? Okay, it was the tunnel. tunnel. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, it makes sense then. So <laughs> yeah, it was real gritty. It was real. It was real street, and then of course the song match matched the energy. So I was like, "Yo, who is this dude?" 
Cause he's killing the game right now. And so like he was he was by far the hottest dude in the streets at that time. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Like one nobody one nobody messing with him. Yeah. And that and that's kind of that was my kind that was my introduction to. I was the four three two one because I was still at the time I was still and I think the LL things I was still an LL fan. I definitely was listening to other stuff, but LL still had a special place because I remember as a kid, I had an older brother who was into rap and he was like, he's about 15 years older than me. So when I was a kid, the rap he was listening to, like in his, walking in his room, he had the LL poster, the Run DMC poster and all that. There, You know, he listened to all that stuff. So I knew about, I remember LL as a kid, as a little kid, I can remember seeing the poster with LL with the bucket hat and the gold chain. So I always thought LL was cool. And then as I got older, LL was kind of still reinventing himself. And then he came, that was, I believe that album was Phenomenon. And so LL had kind of had a couple of, you know, fell off and not really fell off, but kind of was pushed to the back due to, West Coast music starting to pop, and then you had the other mm-hmm. resurgence of East Coast artists, like younger artists, like at the time, like Nas and all of them that were coming up too. So he kind of LL kind of got pushed to the back, and he was looked at as the just the ladies' man. But people forget that LL had bars, and so mm-hmm. when I heard four three two one, I initially listened to it because I I, I knew LL was on the track, and like you said, met the man, Red Man. And and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was incentive enough for me to listen to it. But like Jay said, when I heard X, the first time I heard his voice, I said, "Who is this dude?" Like it was like right. it almost like a stop you. And his verse was so cold. It right. was like it, you had to like in the flow, the stop and go flow. And it was like right. nobody else sounded like that. It was like nah, nobody, nah, 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 nah. nobody. Yeah, Nobody sounded like this. And we're talking about this is dead. This is in dead in the era of the shiny suit bad boys like taking over. This is 97. This yeah. is this is like the peak of 97. You had bad boy. Who else you had? You had Buster Rhymes. Missy he was Elliott. killing everything. Missy um, Elliott. Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who else? Who else was was really pop- you had Red Man and Method Man popping? Mm-hmm. No limit. Um, no limit was popping. No limit. No limit was popping. Um, uh, uh, the so 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 that Jermaine Dupri and them was popping. Mm-hmm. Noriega. Noriega was popping. Noriega. Uh, was he was he popping? In ninety seven. Nah, I, I think he. Uh, yeah, people don't really know about Noriega though. Like they didn't. Noriega. They ain't really I mean, they pay, like he ain't go. He ain't go mainstream till we got in high school. Nah, he was ninety seven. Was when that what 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 came out. That's when he got. That's that's what. Oh, put the Super Thug. Yeah, Super Thug was ninety seven. Okay. If I'm okay. not mistaken. Oh, but you know what? Everybody else got on him. But nah, what I'm saying is his biggest joint was um um the what the other one with Pharrell um Homeboy. Oh I yeah, 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 yeah. See, that he was uh, he was already on, but everybody jumped on it. But Super Thug is what got him platinum. That was his first platinum joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nah, I, yeah. But um, I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, that was the yeah, that, yeah. that was the one. That, the one you talking about was the one too for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you had this dude come out of nowhere in the midst of everybody that was that was hot. And that was that was that was pretty much when, you know, it was still like ninety, so no no garbage music was flying on the radio Not or all. on video. Like you had to you had to be nice. You had to be nice and you had to have a record deal to to even even be in them spaces back then. Um, I mean, of course, you'd be it'd be songs you wouldn't like on the radio, or whatever. But like, they were by no means like garbage, right? So you're right. Yeah, it was a lot of. I mean, um, uh, Bone Thugs was still hot back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, here comes this dude out of Yonkers, and is like taking the game by storm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he was he was. The the absolute hottest, and then when "Is Dark and Hell Is Hot" dropped, you know I think that was his his classic. Yeah. Um, and then remember, remember after that that record dropped, and then not too long after that, didn't he drop "Flesh of My Flesh"? Yeah, he dropped that. Same like it wasn't year. it wasn't yeah. like it yeah, was, it was, it was like year. six months after. Yeah. Yeah. Because he dropped. Yeah. 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 He dropped. He dropped it in May. He dropped This Dark as Hell is Hot in May of 98. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he dropped The Flesh of My Flesh like in December. Yeah. yeah. Turn right around. And, and yeah. I, I remember it doing like 600,000 the first week or something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that was for, for those times, that was huge. Because, I mean, you had to you had to go platinum. Yeah. Um, he was a first like if you were a major artist, you mm-hmm. had to go platinum back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. To have any staying power. And he was the first artist to have the two, two, two number one Billboard albums in one year like that. Right, like that, back to that, back like that. Yeah, 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 like that didn't happen in in the same year. That right. Like, yeah, and it was happen. just so, and it was just, it was just so much of a trip to see because this dude was. Gritty, like it was. This was gritty street music. It wasn't really yeah. no. It really wasn't no single singles like that. Like mm-hmm. that. That. I mean, you know, you you had your houses going down and all of that. But even if you listen to that, that's that's yeah. a gritty street tale. Yeah, <laughs> you and know I, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, nah, it is, and it's funny, dude. I you know, with watching that documentary, um, I found out something I didn't know. And you know it was crazy because that was one of my favorite songs, and it was a, it was, it was definitely like a simple type song, but the song was hard, like the mm-hmm. Rough Riders anthem. He said that was that was played for him, and he didn't like it. He oh, but I told that. you, I, I I told you the same thing, right? Like yeah. people, people always, people always trip when I say I hated the Rough Riders anthem. Yeah. Cause he said it was really basic, like he didn't really like, but he didn't realize he was like, I didn't know that it was gonna do that. Like he was like, I didn't. Know I, He's like, I didn't, I didn't know, know either. You, you couldn't have told me. I thought that song was trash. Out of all of the the the, the hard DMX and Rough Rider song, like I I still hate that song to this day. Yeah, no, nah, man. And like for me, and and I was, you know, me and you always talked about. Now you definitely are. You know, because you were you actually in music and in rap, but I I always appreciated dope lyrics. But 
a hit's a hit too for me. Like if I like something, yeah. if if I just think it's gonna yeah. go, it's gonna, you know, I was like, nah, that just it just hard. Like I I didn't. It was not like the the most lyrical song, but as far as a song to get you hype, and it was just the energy of that song because of him. It was like, yeah, this is gonna mm-hmm. go. Because I remember the I I was one to take an album and I would always just play it all the way through at least the first time mm-hmm. so I could hear every track. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I heard, I was like, what is this? And it was just something that, and it was real simple. You know, it wasn't nothing yeah. super crazy, but it just went. And it was like, yeah, I, I just, was, like, I was I, like, okay, he got, he got, we got another one. I was like, he got one. And then the, yeah. the visual, again, you spoke on, you spoke on the visuals. You remember the visuals of that video was so cold because you had the dudes in the in the, the video. Uh, you you had the dudes on the yeah the uh, on the bikes and stuff. Yeah, popping wheelies on the yeah. uh, four wheelers yeah. on the motorcycles, yeah. and then you had the the dudes in jail doing the push up swole. You was like, I mean, ain't yeah. that harder than that? You got motorcycles and dudes in prison. Hey, and what's crazy is um, what's even crazier is seeing that stuff live. Right. So I never forget we was in um <laughs> we was in New York. We was on the we was actually on the highway and they pulled up. Really? Like the actual rough ride, yeah. The actual rough riders pulled up and was doing all of that stuff. It was it was crazy. It was a crazy sight to see. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, no, that, I mean cuz it, it, I mean as a especially a visual as an impressionable kid that's a fan of hip-hop me seeing that i yeah. was just like yo and they hit the yeah. bikes and he's they said they stood up and he was like on one wheel with the bikes and then you got x and all the dudes and he had all like the dudes hype on the song like everybody was hype yeah and he yeah had, uh, so imagine so imagine seeing that seeing that as a kid like the video as a kid mm-hmm. and then being on a being on the highway and watching the real rough riders pull up on bikes and stuff like that was that was a crazy sight. That was a crazy sight. Yeah, no, that's dope. And that yeah, no, I can only imagine, man. And that and it kind of like for me, and then I, I you know I'll pass it to you. You tell me you know your point of view of it. But for me, he was so X was so dope because although he was different, he had his own lane there were certain things that reminded me of Pac because I was a big Tupac fan and there were certain things. And I think it was because X seemed to be very vulnerable because he had the prayer in the, you know, he had the prayer on the album and the stuff he was talking about. It was like everything he talked about, you felt it. And that was the same thing. Like with Pac, Pac didn't never have, and there were some songs where Pac held his own lyrically, but a lot of times Pac didn't have the coldest bar for bar like lyrics, but everything Tupac right. said, you felt it. Like you knew he was coming from a place where he believed everything he was saying. Like he was convicted by right. it. And I think that's what that same passion is why I liked was why DMX became one of my favorites too, because everything X was saying. I believed it. I was like, yeah, nah, he, 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 er, er, there's no reason for me to doubt what he's talking about. <laughs> like, he just seemed yeah. very authentic, you know? Right, so, right, right. And I mean, yeah, from, from what I understood, uh, from what I understood, like the way that he lived his life, um, it was definitely in his rap. So, um, 
Yeah, it was, I think X was one of the rare ones to really talk about what he was doing, either still or prior to mm-hmm. him rapping. Because, I mean, he robbing people and all of that, like, that was real, That was he really did rob people. Right. That was that was his thing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was uh yeah, you, you could appreciate the the uh the authenticity. Yeah. It was like, you know, there was a blueprint like hip hop was based on, you know, real stuff and it was like this guy was at a time when you're seeing everybody bounce around with Rolexes and shiny suits and 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 some of that music was good now, so I'm not sitting there knocking it, but it was like he was a stark difference. Like he yeah. had a Rough Riders chain and a little ten dollar dog leash type chain around his neck. Like he right. wasn't he wasn't a flashy dude. He wasn't pulling one up flashy. Yeah, man. Because I mean, I mean, in his raps, he talking about robbing you. Like yeah. he, you know, he he pulling up on people that got the flashy stuff. So right, I yeah. was a, you know I always I always liked people who kind of um, bucked the system anyway. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm, of course, you know I'm not condoning violence or anything like that, but X like was really no, no. Kind of sounds like I'm a, you know, upstanding citizen here. Anyway, um, nah, X was uh, <laughs> X was really one of them dudes that was, you know, would pull that pull up on you and rob you if you yeah. had all of that flashy stuff on. So, yeah, um. I I could I could um in a weird way I could appreciate some of that type yeah. of stuff. You know what I mean? That he was saying in records. Yeah. So And it was cool. I'm like, you know, we thinking in our thirteen year old brains, it's like you see this dude come out and it's like, oh, this dude is like and there's nothing else like him out there. Like he's he's his own guy. And it was right. just like, in his own lane. He's yep. in his own lane. And like that, that's what that's what kind of cause like again, for me, he felt the, he filled the void that Tupac had left because there was nobody, you know, and there was start there were some there were definitely differences between him than X and, and Pac, but that that authenticity of believing what you were saying is what got my attention. Cause he was like, you know, it was just real for me. I was like, yeah, dude is he's on another level. <laughs> Yeah, and his voice, like you just, yeah, you just heard it in his voice, and his voice was so like gritty and distinct. It it was like nothing. It was really like nothing you ever heard, and until like you know, um, maybe like a jaw rule or something like that came out. You know what I'm saying? Later on, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. We go. we, We gonna get into that in a minute, man. Don't do that. Anyway. Don't do it. <laughs> I didn't even know you was gonna catch that. I thought you were just gonna finish your thought. Don't do it, man. <laughs> Don't do it. Because I'm tired of it. We're gonna say that for the chop it up section. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna say that for the chop it up. So anyway, back to X. So yeah, no, I mean, but Jay is right. Yeah, his voice was because it had it was gritty, but it had soul to it too. Like it was just it was just his own instrument. His voice was his own instrument. So, he was like the rap Louis Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's a good that's a good analogy right there. <laughs> I don't I don't know where I come up with this stuff from. A, <laughs> man, man called DMX Satchmo, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, for anybody listening to us and not understanding who Louis Armstrong is, and please Saturday, go look them up. First of all, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're a grown up. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You should feel. You should kind of feel bad. You should. You should take a second. Go ahead and pause this. Hold on. There you go. Go ahead and pause it. <laughs> Give you a second and go do your Googles. Listen to a little bit of Satchmo and his voice and how distinct it was. And then play this, return to playing this. Cause yeah, that's kind of terrible. You need to, yeah, you need to reevaluate life if you don't know who Satchmo is. It's, come on. Yeah. You probably, you probably should have caught that if you, in at least your early to mid thirties, you probably yeah. should have caught what I said. But anyway. I ain't gonna judge you as hard as Stamps, though. I'll let you slide, but still. Nah, I'm judging. I'm judging you. Yeah, Stamps is gonna judge you. My eight year old son knows who Satchmo is, so I really <laughs> I had no respect. Uh, you, you gotta go do your Googles before you talk crazy. Go go look it up. But anyway, so yeah, I like that. I like that correlation, though, Jay. That was good. Uh, so yeah, he was he was definitely the rap version of Satchmo. Um, but yeah, X Man, he was just real. And then it was like, for me, I didn't hear the album next because I heard a lot of. Um, I was really in. So for kid, kids that don't understand this, we 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 older heads now. I guess we used, there was a thing called buying singles. Like you would go to the 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 record the sort the CD spot, and sometimes you can get the CD single. So it'll be like maybe three to five songs on it. And I remember. I was I got another because I was a big fan of the Locks who actually X actually put on, but they got on on before he did. They were signed and everything to Bad Boy, and I recall the next time I heard X after the four three two one song with LL was the Money Power Respect on the Locks album on the Locks single, and I was like, okay, this guy, and he was like X was like. If he was being very strategic, jumping on people's songs. He jumped on Mace's album, the 24 Hours mm-hmm. to Live. 24 Hours to Live, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay. Because I was a big, now I was a big Mace. Speaking of Bad Boy, I was a big Mace fan. I thought Mace was like the guy. I don't know if Jay did, because Jay was a Biggie fan. I don't, you know, Jay wasn't really. I was I was I was a Maze fan. You was a Maze fan? Okay, okay. I was a yeah, I was a Maze fan. To an extent. Hollow World, man. That was a classic. Yeah. I was I was a Maze fan to an extent. See, my dad was kind of a Maze hater. He kept he tried to tell me that Maze killed Biggie. I was like, man, come on, Dad. My dad was quite the conspiracy. Shout out to rest in peace, Curtis. Dad. He was the conspiracy theorist too, and it was funny because most parents wasn't into like rap like that, but he was. He put me on a lot of rap. But I remember having a conversation with him when May started to really pop. He's like, "Man, I think May had something to do with Biggie's murder," and I was just staring at him. I said, "How you figure that?" He's like, "Look what happened." Mace, Biggie gone. Look, look who's number one now. <laughs> He's just kind of like staring at me, and I was just like shaking my head. I was man. like, "This guy, man." But if, any, if anybody was number one, it was Diddy. Diddy, right? If we really want to, if we really want. Anyway, that's a whole another subject. Another story, right? But anyway, yeah. But um, Mace was Mace was one of the top. He was the top one of the top tier if not number one at the time you know like that 97 
that was like Mace's. Yeah, Mace was that guy. And knowing that X made it on that album too, I was like, okay, yeah, X is dude is he ain't even put out nothing yet. And he's he's like bubbling on it. He's killing everybody's songs. Like everything he yeah. was jumping on, you could just hear the hunger. And that I think that's what appealed that that was the appeal to X too for me, because he just sounded hungry on every verse like this dude is like ripping stuff. Like, you know, he's like everything. He's got that same energy every song. Right. And it was like, you know, it was just there. So, yeah, no, nah, man. So, like, I was, once I heard, once I bought, you know, It's Dark and Hell is High and Flesh in My Flesh, I was, on, I was, X was in my top. He was in my top tier after that. Mm-hmm. He was probably, because at one point, he probably was my favorite. I would say that 98 when he dropped the two albums into yeah he was he was probably my favorite into till about 2001 then I kind of switched mm-hmm. back over to Jay Jay-Z mm-hmm. I kind of like when when he when Jay dropped cuz Jay was cool and I had the hard knock life, but I didn't personally think, and it's funny now, hindsight, because how people don't, you know, Jay-Z's way up here, but, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm pointing up to the sky for those that can't see me, but Jay is up in a, on, on such, a, such a high echelon, you know, being married to Beyonce, being a legend in his own right, but mm-hmm. people don't realize that there was a time that he was, he was like, at the top of his game, but he wasn't the top guy. Like I mm-hmm. thought, I thought personally that X was better from mm-hmm. like 98, 99 into 2000. I didn't think Jay was nicer than, than X. I didn't think Jay was mm-hmm. nicer than X. I didn't think Jay was nicer than X till I heard blueprint. Then I was like, okay, he's, he's kind of in his bag. now. I, I thought, I thought Jay was nicer than X, but X had the more, emphatic powerful voice yeah i think i think now, Jay, Jay's now they could go was, they could go yeah go ahead i was gonna say i'm sorry yeah jay's wordplay now was still sick like i'm not don't i'm not i'm not saying that but i just remember and, and i'm just gonna i'm just taking it from this particular song because the song was cool but if you think about and you probably have a better appreciation for this than i do but I still think it's hard. Like when X did the song with Cisco, that what they want from me, and he mm-hmm. literally named pretty much every woman he knew and put it in a verse. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's creative. Like that's different. Like I had never heard mm-hmm. that." <laughs> and it was the mm-hmm. way he structured it. And I was just like, "That's not an easy thing to do and to make it flow and be on right. beat and sound a certain way." I was like. Right. That was hard. Like, I was like, yeah, X is on some X is on some other stuff. And I think the reason the reason I thought at that time that X was better was because on the on a surface level, and, and you know, you correct me if I'm wrong, on a surface level, I feel like they both could make the hits. You know, they both could make hits. Mm-hmm. Him and Jay both can make hits. Him and Jay both can make street mm-hmm. songs. But past the street songs, mm-hmm. Jay at that point to me had not been vulnerable. Like X had another layer. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like X, like the slipping song. Like remember the slipping song and songs like that. Like yeah. he had that other layer that Jay Z didn't tap into at that point. Jay, he ended up doing it, but I don't. I don't really uh, think. It I was mean, there. He, I mean, you got like, regrets. Um, you got. Uh, I mean, you you had you had uh, you had some records where I see what you're talking about, but you, you had some, it was, yeah, it was definitely he, some, he had some records. Yeah, he had some joints where he touched on. I just didn't feel them. Like I felt X's. That's I'll put it like, yeah, that. I didn't feel yeah, until yeah, yeah. blueprint. Then I started kind of hearing it. It kind of seemed like it started to come out more. Like he was more introspective about certain things. Like before right. it, did, it didn't see, it didn't really seem like, uh, like he was really trying to open himself up to certain things. Like I'll give you a little bit, I'll tap it. But X was just like mm-hmm. here. Like X was like, hey, this is everything. Jay was like, no. Right. Jay Z was kind of more reserved in that point. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of right. what I'm saying. There was a point Jay would take you, but then Jay would kind of put the wall up. Where X, there mm-hmm. was nothing left to the imagine. X gonna give you everything. Like X is just there. That's it. He ain't got nothing else to give you. And it it was like, it was very, he was just very transparent to me at the time. He was more transparent than Jay. Mm -hmm. And I, and and I I just was able, I felt I was able to relate to that more. So, you know, that, that's, that's what, that, that was the appeal for me. I just, yeah, I, I just messed with X. X was like, yeah, X was my guy. So, yeah, nah. He was he was above at that till about two thousand and one. He was he was ahead of Jay for me. So yeah, but yeah, but no, nah, Jay was right there. Jay was nipping at his heels for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I, I I thought that yeah, I thought X was like there was a point there was a point in time that X was the guy. Like it was nobody it was nobody overtaking X. Mm-hmm. At one point, and so yeah, nah, man. I just I, and I, and I always thought he, and I think he still has that talent. I just think that, and and I want to hear your thoughts on it. Like, when do you when do you think that there was a a a shift? I say to me, I think it was about two thousand one. When when do you think there was a shift with X where he kind of like maybe not fell off, but I guess he was just he had a lot going on. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably two thousand, two thousand one. Um, cause really, cause really for me, it was that first album that really did it for me. Um, Flesh of My Flesh was 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 definitely. Um, I I felt like it was solid, but that whole that whole is dark and hell is hot album was like. All the way through, like I could play that all the way through. Oh yeah, you can play that you right now. I mean? Like you yeah. can literally, you can play yeah. that right now. Yeah, no, for sure. I yeah. get what you're saying with that. Yeah. yeah, and I like after, you know, I don't know what was the year where he made he was making stuff like party up and and <laughs> that was probably like because I oh my god because I I, I could not I could not. Stay Stand that record. Uh, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Oh my it? god! Hey, I didn't. You know I didn't <laughs> like that. Is that is the 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 
the the pop rap song to go to. It feels like uh, oh, on these like <laughs> that these like these mixed parties or whatever yeah. where you know BC before Corona where you had like you know you maybe had like oh, a mixed crowd of white people, <laughs> black people, bunch of bunch oh, yeah. of diversities and they wanted they wanted to slide a little rap joint in there mm-hmm. for everybody to kind of they put that on i'm like oh my god man. Yeah. oh my god <laughs> it would just make me want to jump out a window first floor yeah. window or something you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no i wasn't i wasn't a fan of that song either man i was i was never really a fan then it was like swiss was in the background X's got y'all bouncing again oh my god oh listen and, and listen <laughs> listen I don't want I don't want I don't want Swiss ever to do no hook for nobody else. <laughs> do you understand me? Like I just just make the beat, Swiss. You ain't gotta talk. You ain't gotta do you ain't gotta be repetitive on the hook. Like your hooks is I don't know, like Swiss hooks be trash, man. I'm not yeah. taking away yeah. nothing from his talent, his overall talent, but I, I used to hate when he, he did hooks for people. It was trash yeah. to me. Yeah, no, nah, I so. wasn't feeling that. I I'm agree. I'm in agreement with you. Like, no, I think the party up. I, I think that song. I want to say that was on the fourth album. See, because I was all in. Mm-hmm. I got I got flesh in my flesh. I got. I mean, excuse me. I got it's dark and hell inside. I had that album. I went and bought that one. I went and bought flesh mm-hmm. in my flesh because I was in Cali when mm-hmm. that dropped. I was. I had to go to the, the store in Cali. I remember that. And um, right. I bought. And then and there was X, I think. I st- I, yeah, I got that one too. And that one was dope. I like that one. I didn't yeah. like it as much as the other two, but it was still a real, it was like how you felt about Flesh of My Flesh. That's how I felt about it. And then there was X. That was a solid album. Like it was yeah. dope. It was dope, yeah. but it wasn't like yeah. the other ones. But he was already like my yeah. guy at that point. So I was like, that's okay. If I get right. about five or six joints off this, I'm cool. Right. So. Right. So yeah, three three yeah. albums in, I was pretty much I was I was a fan, but that was the last. I think that was the last four album I purchased from him, uh, from X. Yeah. After that, I kind of was like, I thought like he was doing, and 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 don't get it twisted, X was doing a lot of different stuff, like he was doing movies and and all this other stuff. I so mean. <laughs> For God's sake, man! They gave him his own song on the Murderers album. What they what they know about the Murderers album? Right. So the Murderers that was uh, that was Murder Inc. Uh, yeah. Ja Rules that the Ja Rules group who came a little bit later. Yeah. And uh, shout out the shout out to Jeffrey Atkins. <sighs> anyway, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Because you had the Murderers album. Do not do that, man. Let me know you. Let me know when you're ready to jump into this chopping up segment, man. Because we, you know, I'm gonna say my piece and I'm gonna leave it alone. We about to finish with X in a second, then we'll go into the chopping up segment. So you, you, you can tear, you can tear into me about Jaru. <laughs> but um, uh, so X was uh, yeah, X was on. They had a compilation album, Ja Rule's group, Murder Inc. and DMX was the only rapper that wasn't part of the group that had his own solo song on that particular record label's uh, compilation right. album. And didn't appear on anything else. Nope. That song, like, his, that particular song did not appear, if, if I'm remembering correctly, that wasn't on none of his albums. 
Not at all. So yeah. Yeah. Nah, Tales from the Tales from the Dark Side. You should look that side. up. That was a dope. That was a dope song. Yeah, that was a dope song. And so yeah, so I just say that to say it was it was cool. It was kind of cool to see now, like he had the versus battle with Snoop, which I thought was cool because he got to hear some of his old stuff and see the appreciation for it. And then you have the uh, they're doing the documentary on BET currently uh, in regards to X. So you're kind of you're kind of seeing a resurgence of interest in DMX and how he's kind of getting his roses, you know, while he can still smell them. And mm-hmm. just be appreciated because he had a lot of stuff going on. Like he did a lot of things that was crazy and kind of derailed his career in a lot of senses. But he was still able to make some good music, even when he was no longer at his apex. He still mm-hmm. had some joints. I remember he had that song "Ain't No Sunshine." That was a dope mm-hmm. song, <laughs> and that, mm-hmm. and I like that song because it played to his strengths of his voice. And him able to kind of be melodic a little bit, like he could, he could kind of, he could kind of groove a little bit because of how raspy his voice was. And then he had that one song, right. and it was like did it, did it, did it, did it, and I was like, this sounds like his voice, <laughs> right? And so, right. like, yeah, X had X had some X had some stuff. Like even when he wasn't at the top, he still had some some songs that you'd be like. He has some joints. You'd be like, "Oh, okay." X still got some. He still got some heat. He'll still give you one yeah. or two. So, right, yeah. So, yeah. It was just. It was just. X was always. He was just. He's. He's very underrated, and I think that he's been underappreciated by certain people. And I think that he. I mean, he's in that upper echelon of artists. Like there, there's only right. one X. Like there's, you know, that many have tried to copy that, even. Right. Gentlemen, we're about to talk about in a second. Ah, don't do it, man. <laughs> but uh but yeah, there's only one DMX, man. I just and I just felt like I thought it'd be cool to kind of talk about it tonight. Anything else you want to say before we get into the chop it up segment, man? No. <laughs> it's like that, Jay. You gonna say that? Yes. Well, I don't have nothing to, else to say. Shout out to DMX, man. I just wanted to kind of highlight him as the main topic tonight. If you haven't heard any of his former stuff, it was pretty good. He has a biography out as well um, that I never checked out, but I heard it was good, and I'm interested in checking it out now. So I may have to go back and find that on Amazon. But yeah, DMX is an interesting character, man. Do your research and watch the. If you got a little time, man, watch the the uh, Rough Riders documentary because I mean it basically outlines at least the first couple of episodes outline DMX and kind of give you the backdrop about what he was about and how he became who he was. So, and he's actually on there in real time, like current interviews. So you get to see how he still feels and how passionate he still is about the music. So. And his music. So, yeah, check it out. You know, it's a shout out to BET getting a free plug, man. I need to get paid. But check it out. It's a um, it's, it's a dope documentary. They, they've been coming with the heat lately. So, shout out to them. But, all yeah, right. BET, you can send that paycheck to Halfway Humble Studios. There you go. Tell them, Jay. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you the rest of the address after the show. Right. But. Just, just reach out to us, DM us or something. Yeah, for the culture, for the culture, please do. 
Okay, yeah. now we now we jump into the Chaffado segment before we end tonight. What do you got to say? All right, I just I, I really just got <laughs> this one thing to say, and it's to you and to all of these other people out there. Um in regards to Ja Rule. Now look, I was one of the biggest Ja Rule fans, okay? Oh, I know. <laughs> and I just feel like I just feel like yes, he he had several missteps on how he handled the situation with 50. We all know that 50 came in and crushed him. He's speaking okay. about he's speaking about 50 cent for those that are of a younger age. Uh yeah, go go Google Ja Rule versus 50 cent and you you yeah. get it. So so we know we know that you know at least from a media standpoint 50 cent absolutely crushed Ja Rule's career. Okay. To a point where Ja Rule could <laughs> no longer come back and be the same type of artist that he was previously, right? No, but I think I I feel like I think one one thing that people need to stop doing including yourself stamps <laughs> is stop fronting out here like you never liked Ja Rule in the first place. That is BS, and y'all know it. Everybody, I'm talking about 50, 50, I'm, and, and 2003 was a wild time, right? Because I feel like I'm the only person that did not get get Rich or Die Trying. I have never owned that album. Uh, I think you were, because it went like 15, 20 million diamonds. It went diamond or something like that. Yeah, you probably about the only one. Yeah, it went get. diamond. It, it went yeah. diamond. I'm probably the only one. Now, what's crazy was, what's crazy was I got, uh, what was the next one? The Massacre? Yes. Right? I got The Massacre, and I got Curtis. Yeah. And... I regret both of those purposes, purchases. <laughs> anyway, um, before you finish, before you so, finish, before you finish, it's ironic because I kind of look at, and this is the only similarity I put between them. Other than that, that you know they're different in a lot of ways. But DMX's run and or DMX's rise and fifties rise are like parallel in the sense of how they got it. Like it's like they hit the ground; it was over with. And it was like 50s, 50 reminded me of that DMX run when 50 came out and was like on everything. It was like that same Yeah, feeling. but it was it was it was that same feeling but on ten times steroids. Oh yeah. That's yeah, it was a different it was, you know it was on a bigger platform. He had a I mean you had yeah. you had Dr. Dre, man. You had Dr. Dre and M roll you out. Yeah, and you and you I mean you had people you had your artists going platinum on the strength of your name, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like G Unit, like the the main the main G Unit artist did really well solo album wise. Right. That's fact. You know what I mean? So so I mean it was a it was a dope run. I, I'm I hats off to fifty. I don't have I, I don't have any problem with fifty in, in that area at all. Um shut but up. Shut up, y'all man. not gonna sit up here. Shut up. Y'all, y'all not gonna sit up here. <laughs> Y'all not gonna sit up here and act like y'all wasn't singing along the Ja Rule songs and Ja Rule didn't have hits. Okay, look. y'all give, give that man his credit, man. Okay, give him look. his credit. That's all I'm saying. Give him his credit. Okay, look, look, look. First of all, 
you got to take some of that bass. I, I know it's hard to do because you got a lot of bass in your voice. But you gotta, Shut up. You got to take you got to take some of them octaves out for a second, man. Cause look. Shut, shut up. Man. <laughs> look, man. Nobody has a problem. I'm, and I'm just gonna speak for me. I'm gonna speak for me here. I don't have a problem with Ja like that. I can't look. I bought his first album. The Vinny Vinny Vici. Me and you have had countless conversations about favorite, that favorite, favorite album from him. Well, Vinny Vinny Vici and uh, Road Three Three Six. Yeah, see, I kind those of, those was both classic albums to me. I, honestly, I wasn't really up on that Three Three Six like that. He kind of lost. Man, Three Three like, Six was Three Three Six was hard. Hey, but no, it was it Seriously. was dope. No, 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 it was dope because I, you know, I had my my boy uh my boy Chris. He was like. A Ja Rule fan. He can remember. Shout out to my boy Chris, man. He listened to the podcast. He'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, Chris had the hair braided halfway, just like uh, <laughs> just like Ja Rule. Like I like I remember like yesterday was in the blue Mazda. He was bumping the mess out of Ja Rule. So I no Ja Rule had had Ja Rule had joints, but I I personally like I, and I'm one, like you said, you're one of the few that didn't buy the fifth, the 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 get rich or die trying. I'm probably mm-hmm. in a in a minority as far as thinking that his best album to me was the Vinny Vinny Vici album. That was my oh favorite I, no album I album. I no I could I could I can agree with that. Like yeah. Vinny Vinny Vici was my favorite album as far as on some street, just some street stuff. That album was dope. That album was like super dope. It was just a super dope, straight up hip hop album. As far as commercially, like, so I feel like Ja Rule got two classics. He got Vinny Vetti Vici and he got 336. Yeah. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and, and what was the other one? Pain is Love? Wasn't that one too? Pain is Love was dope. Yeah. And he had Pain is Love was dope. Yeah, and he had songs like the joint when he had because he had that run when he was, excuse me, when he was uh when Lil hey shout out to Lil Mo too. Lil Mo don't get enough credit for the late nineties, early two thousands, man. Lil Mo right. was was very necessary. She, she was she was lacing Ja Ja Rule. She laced Fab too. She laced Lace and Fab too. Yeah, yeah. Like she she could and she laced Missy Elliott. Lil yeah. Mo used to be singing some hooks. Like Lil Mo was talent. It yeah. still is talented. Yeah. She just don't yeah. get her just due. But hey, right. Lil, shout out to Lil Mo, man, because that song, I'll tell you one of my favorite Ja songs that wasn't a like a gritty song, but it was just a, it was a dope song. The uh yeah. When I Cry, You Cry, when it yeah. is that sample at the beginning, and then Lil yeah. Mo comes in. Now, that was a dope yeah. song. Like I can't, yeah. I can't take nothing away from that. That song was hard, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you collectively. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like you know, like I, I would, I would actually. I mean, if they was, if they was actually on good enough terms to do it, I wouldn't mind seeing the versus battle between Fifty and Ja Rule because people forget how many records Ja Rule had. Oh no, Ja got some hits now, for sure. You know what I mean? Ja got like hits. so I I think you know, and this is court of course my unpopular opinion, and I'm not being biased. I just think that Ja Rule had the better voice. I think he was a little bit 
I think he was a little bit more. I mean, eh, lyrically, uh, they probably tit for tat. You know what I'm saying? Like they they weren't just um, the most incredible wordsmiths that you ever heard. But at the same time, I thought like so for like the same way that you felt like how Pac wasn't the the dopest lyricist, but you felt what he said. I felt like Ja Rule was the same way just because of his voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no. So, Ja's voice was it was, just, and I think for me, dude, like honestly, and it was something that I I tried to, I tried to give Ja the because it's not his fault on how he sounds, and right, you can't he can't alter just like your voice the way you you have a strong voice, and you right. can't you don't alter your voice. It's just what you were given, and so right. that's you know. I kind of had to like, cause I'm not even gonna front. Like a nit when Ja, when I first heard Ja, I was like, he's dope, but he sounds like if I throw Tupac and DMX in a blender, I get Ja Rule. That's what he sounds. What he sounds like to me. So that's and, yeah. That's and see, that's initially I didn't like Ja Rule with because yeah. when I first heard Ja Rule, he was on um that cannot get a right yeah with Jay Z in the mill right yeah. And I was like, who is this who is this dude with the little bandana tied like he like pocket? I'm just like, I was like, man, I sound like X. I was yeah, I was just I was just cut his verse off. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it wasn't yeah. it wasn't until I heard Holla Holla. Yeah, and I liked Holla That I was like, oh, I was like, oh, hold on, wait. He got his own, like he he has his own, he's separate. Like he has his own, he has his own lane. style. Yeah, his yeah, own he lane. got his own lane. So that's when I start really checking for him, and I was like, nah, he's really dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, see, so I got a question. I got a question. Let me let me let me let me jump in real quick. So, being yeah. that we talked about X, do you think yeah. that do you think do you think Josh nicer than X? Um. Is he nicer than X? Um, Ooh, uh, I don't know. Take, I don't. Oh, you, you take it a long. This is that's an easy question. Jay. You take it a long. Man, no, no, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think he's nicer, but I think he can make a better song than DMX. Uh, depending on the the defined song, Are you talking about like pop but, song. Uh, but, no, I song? mean I'm just talking about. I don't. I don't know. Like. He could craft a better song, like a song will be more well put together if you give it to Ja Rule, especially back in when Ja Rule was Ja Rule versus X. Man, DMX made party up, man. I'm not talking. I don't want no, no. He made party up. Hey, that was a hit, man. They still playing that. They'll play that. Okay, they still playing. They still playing. Um, the joint with uh. You'll hear a party up before um, you hear a Ja Rule song, right or wrong. Nah, man, but you can't. Nah, come hey, on, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just you. We talking come about popping the music for a second. Just to, just indulge me for a second. But don't, but, it, but what song? Like, but what? I don't, what song I don't like is the party up song either? But I'm just saying. What, you just okay? You so, but saying. we talking about? But we talking about a better song? I but I you said, said he, I said he make a better song. Okay. What's her? What's the okay? What would you rather listen to? Party up or the uh, where would I be without you song? 
probably. Uh, to put it on me. Uh, that's 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 party put party. it on me. I mean, I'm about to say where, where party up. You rather you rather listen and, to party and, up than the song when he was when he was half braided up. Put it on me. I didn't like put it on. That got on my nerves. I didn't like that song. That's what I started to. Okay, so okay, so for re- for the record, for the record, you you rather listen to party up than put it on me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. For me. For me. For me. Okay. That's cool. You know, I, that's my opinion. I, I didn't. I didn't really. Rock party party you know, up. Party yeah. up was a more popular song. It, it went. It went all across the airways. But I thought put it on me was a better song. It's like a better, well put together, structured song. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. Ja Rule, ja Rule was a hell of a writer. He no, wrote he for writer. He wrote for he Mary, wrote for Mary J. Blige and all of that. Like yeah. I think he can make a better song than X. That's I, not taking away anything from X. Though. I, I'll put it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in this. I think that I can agree with you. I think that he can put a he can make a better song. As in having all from a structural standpoint, if you yeah. have structure, yeah. melody, hook, all of that. Yeah. But a better, but if you put him or X in the booth, I'm going with X. I think X, I don't think he'll make a better rap song than X. I'll put it like that. I think he can make a better song than X. I don't think he'll make a better rap song than X. You put him. You mean a straight hip hop song? You put Ja Rule and tell him to go make a song. You put X in. I'm talking at their height, at their at their apex. You put Ja in the booth. Say, hey, you make me a song. You put X in the booth. X fully cleared up, full like X X X. You put X in the booth, and you let you let you leave him to his own accord. And you say, okay, y'all come out with a song. He not. He's not. He's not getting X. Oh, uh, okay. Hey man, y'all, y'all. I mean, y'all. Hey, listen, y'all give Ja Rule his flowers too. I mean, for God's sake, they was about to come out with the murderers, the original murderers that was Jay Z, Ja Rule, and DMX. I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, what X, does that tell you? X put him on, man. X X X was one of the ones that put him on. Oh, and I mean, I give it. I give him that, but. They was all about to be in the group together, bro. Right. I'm just saying, you can't be. Magazine, you can't. You can't be like. There can't be a group with Ja Rule, Jay Z, and DMX if you ain't nice. Oh no, like I didn't fact. say Ja was nice. I didn't say Ja was nice. Yeah, I, no, I'm saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just saying though. I I need people to stop acting like Ja Rule was not that dude. 50 came out, it was like, ah oh, man, I ain't never I ain't never liked Ja Rule, man. I was like, oh, so everybody, all, all these millions of people out here that I could have swore bore this record, all of a sudden ain't like Ja Rule. Man, people fickle, man. Hey man, I think that comes from your dis- you just got a lot of you got a lot of ha- anger with that, man. I think that comes from the whole two pocket biggie thing too. Man. No, it okay. just comes from it just okay. comes from the okay. fact biggie biggie Pac came back out. It's like, hey man, I can't even mess nah, with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It just it just has to do with everything. It it has to do with everything. With uh, w- along the facts of people are just going to be fickle and go with what they want to go with, 
at any given time and then act like nothing else existed. Like they wasn't doing that over there. Like, oh yeah, I was never into that. Come on, man. Come on, man. This is why I don't like people in the first place, man. Can't stick. Can't can't nobody stick to their guns, man. (laughs) So I don't like people. Hey man, man. that's why I stay to myself, man. (laughs) You got calm down. Hey man, people ain't. Hey, people ain't talking about nothing. Hey man, nothing. I I was. I was with him on Vinny Vinny Vici, man. He kind of lost me on Rule 336. There's a couple of songs in there. He didn't like, get Rule 336. He, he didn't even me. buy it. He lost me on 336, man. I heard Yeah, you ain't even listen, listen to the album, man. I heard, man. I heard the album, man. I just told yeah, you I'm riding You heard like Chris, three joints. Chris and the Mazen now. Chris did play the same couple, three songs a whole lot. See, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You didn't even listen album. to no, it. I heard the album. I had the album. I had it on, uh, I didn't buy the album, but I had the album. Yeah, you, know, you got it on that bootleg, did you? I mean, you know, she's been here knowing there allegedly, yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Right, man. allegedly, you know. People ain't people ain't gonna do right. It's all good. It's a, it's but that's real. all I that's 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 listen, that's all I had to say about Ja Rule. You know, y'all gonna y'all gonna yeah, you put some put some respect on that man name, man. Hey, that's man, all I'm saying. Hey, that's shout, all out to, shout out to Ja Rule, man. Shout out to Fire Shout out shout, man, shout out the <laughs> Why you gotta bring that up? Why you got why? Because he does some that stuff to himself. That's why you know. He gets, out, hey man, we ain't talking about we talking about the music, man. Hey man, we talking look, about the music. I was about to get there. Listen for a second, just to sit back, and listen for a second. We was talking about this. We actually, this is this is hilarious. Shout out to Brandon. He was in the shop today, and uh, we talked about we talked we kind of talked about Ja for a second. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, he, we 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 agreed that he kind of shot himself in the foot, man. Like, John, we 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 were talking about John. I was like, yeah, no, John had some joints, and it was like, mm-hmm. but it came a point to where he still could have tried to turn the tide a little bit in the battle with with Fifty. Fifty was coming out with bombs. Like Fifty was just yeah, no, absolutely. But, but there was a point where Ja had the music, but he chose to drop other oh, things. Oh, listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not in any way defending that man's strategy about how he went about things. Because he, I'm just. Strategy. Yeah, he just. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he definitely dropped the ball on things that he was supposed to do. In that situation, or whatever, but because I love Ashanti, but that, but that's not the best. You don't want to. And, and shout out to Ashanti, man. I don't. Hey, I'm a Ashanti fan, but like when you're in the midst of war and this dude is coming at your head, especially at that point in time, when when he was coming at his head with just hard hitting songs, the last thing you need to do is come out and put a video out with you and Ashanti making a grease uh type video where you got the leather jacket, the letterman joint and all of that stuff and recreating a grease video when this dude is coming at your head and talking and you're basically perpetuating the stereotype of everything that fifty's saying. And it's just making you look ten times worse. Yeah, and you you also it, so that brings up a great point because you know I also know want to know what I got sick of as far as fans jumping sides or whatever. So you talk about that. You talk about how fifty was 
smashing them or whatever. And then Fifty started singing. Oh yeah, he took his just track. like Ja Rule took took his took his whole structure as far as making songs and stuff like that. And now now it's okay. Like now everybody turns a blind eye to that. I just hated that whole <laughs> era, man. Because like no nobody wasn't nobody keeping it real. Like it, it's just I get it. Like Fifty came through, smashed everything. You know what I mean, and left like complete wastelands yeah. of of and, of everything you know, that he he ran but, over. And but Ja has to take some responsibility too because he was going at too many people. He went and busted. Absolutely, no, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, no. I'm 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 just talking about the simple fact that everybody was like, yo. I don't like Ja Rule because he just be doing all that singy songy stuff or whatever. And then Fifth turns around and does it, and you don't hear a peep out of nobody. That's how I found. That's that's how I figured out that at, it was at that point I figured out I really didn't like people. <laughs> well, I'll put it to you like this. So let me ask you. Well, you didn't buy that. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're gonna say no. But I personally think that. 50s get rich or die trying is better. Mm-hmm. His classic is better than Jai's classic. Like get rich or die trying is a better album. I could, I could, uh, I mean, I could, I could rock with that or understand why you would say that or whatever. But collectively, I think Jai has more solid albums than 50. Oh. Uh... Well, did we did we did we listen? Do do okay. Did anybody did do, does anybody that you know of listen to anything after Get Rich or Die Trying like that? The Massacre, Curtis the massacre was dope though. The Massacre was dope, and Curtis was dope. Curtis was it for me though. That was the last one I bought. That was it for me. I'll give you I'll give you the Massacre because I had the Massacre, and I, I think the Massacre Massacre had Rider music on yeah, there, so I, I did. Had some joint. I, Massacre was cold. I did. I did. I did, I did listen to that. But Ja Rule had Vinny Vedi Vici, Rule Three Three Six, and Pain Is Love. But I, I, I will give him that that three as like being either super solid or classics. Okay, well then you then if you're structuring it that way, then you I would say they're about even if you're gonna look at it like that. But yeah, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, yo, like Ja Rule need more credit than what he been getting. Like he got completely smashed in that. But yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like that don't take away that don't take away from the music that he put out though. Yeah, like the music he put out prior to, he put out some good stuff. But I think in that era when Fifty came out. Jaws music couldn't compare to Fifth. Like Fifty was on a whole nother level at that point. Like the stuff that Jaws was putting out, it couldn't mess. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. At the, yeah, the Get Rich or Die try. Like that was the album. Like I, I couldn't even deny that. I was like, okay, this in the club joint. Like I still like. Yeah, I heard in the club so much. <laughs> I mean, I heard in the club so much, bruh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then when he, but what the the thing that did it for me was not in the club when he came out with twenty one questions. I was like, oh, he's gone. He already gone. Yeah, he already gone. I was like, I the record that particular record. I was like, okay, I've never heard an arrangement quite like that on this type of beat. 
Yeah. And just kind of what he's talking like, it's a girl record off of that, mm-hmm. on top of all of that. And wasn't Nate Dogg on the hook? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Nate Dogg was on the hook. I was like, oh, yeah, he's out of here. He is out of here. Yeah. He's, he's out of here. So, that's what they used to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's what that's what really did it for me. I was like, yeah, this dude, this dude is gone. Yeah, that was it was a, a yeah, it was a hard record. That like in the club was a hard record, but and then Many Men, that was another hard one off Get Rich and Die. Many Men was hard. I I Many Men, I get it, but I didn't I didn't really feel that record like that. I used to I love the track though. The track was hard too. He just yeah. rode the beat well. Like I like the content of the song, yeah. but I like how he rode the beat. Like his voice fit with that song. I was like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, the the fit the the um his voice fit that you talking about the one where he was singing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Singy songy. <laughs> hey man, hey, just but like he going y'all going clown Ja Rule for it, man. Get out of here, man. He can make the pop joints too. He just did it a little better than Ja after after. Oh <laughs> uh, my God. Man, anyway, all right. So I'm I'm, I'm done with that. Hey man, I'm done I, with that. I just I go, wanted to. Hey, amusement park, man. Y'all really got the music park, dog. <laughs> Y'all really got the music park, Jason. Act like you didn't like that song. <laughs> you can say what you want. I I get where you're coming from, but don't act like you didn't like amusement park, Jason. Amusement park was hard. Amusement park was hard. And I don't think there was. I don't think there was another artist to your point about you know. I get what you're saying about his flow and how he kind of jacked the style, and, and you know, which I think he did too. I agree. Man, fifth ain't I, fifth ain't got it between me and you. You know what I'm saying? He don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> he don't need one. I mean, that's, that's I don't fine, think any, man. I don't think nobody else could have rode that like that amusement park beat. Ain't nobody else could have did what Fifty did. There's certain songs, just like I'm sure Ja got one like that, but I'm saying like. 50 had a couple songs like when I, I didn't even have to hear him rap on it yet. I heard the beat drop and I was like, okay, that's that's up out of here. That's that's a hit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I heard a mu- I heard three or four chords off that amusement park song, and I said, Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah, yeah. you ain't gonna play me no more because I know what he's about to do to this song. And that's gonna be it. Yeah. It's gonna be up out of here. And I, I, you know, yeah. there's, there's there's only certain artists that you hear certain songs like that. But like I said, you know, in all seriousness, we we clown him, but in all seriousness, no, you're right. That Jay Ja don't get his just due. Ja, there was a period of time which I was well aware of, and I would say probably, and it was funny because it was, it was right on the decline of X that Ja became like number one. Mm-hmm. Like it was like right around like oh one. Well, Ja was like the guy. Like he was the number mm-hmm. one artist, probably. Yep. Like there was nobody hotter than Ja for like a year. Like nobody was nobody was, you know, getting more accolades than Ja. And so yeah, right. no, I so no, I recognize that. I just I think that for me it was just one of those things like, yeah, I mean, for me, I think that it was just funny to me that he let this other guy come in and expose him and then kind of like really jack it, jack his style, jack his, jack his flow, you know, and, and and take it to bigger heights, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, no, there's something to be said about that. But 
Yeah, no, Ja, ja had his time. And I just think that with Ja, I think he could have bounced back from that. It was just that there the music wasn't behind it because 50, right. tried, 50 tried that again with other artists. Ja wasn't the last yeah. artist he tried to, to tear up, but yeah. that was his most successful um that was his most successful bout because like he tried it with he tried it with game but game had music like game's music was good like you can't yeah yeah he tried to game rick ross like all these people had music all these people had music and ross music just kept getting better and better and better and better so it was that was the difference like i think with ross like you said the music was just getting better with game Game's music was really good, but Game also had the West Coast. Game wasn't mm-hmm. from the East Coast. Game was from the West, so Game had his own following. Plus, mm-hmm. plus he had that you know he had sold five million on G Unit, and then was still being successful outside. You know, mm-hmm. so and, and and Game was and Game, you know, Game, you know, he he. Some people can say what they want about Game. Game is nice. Like game is yeah. one of the nicest to to come out. Yeah, and he's he's always been a solid artist who makes really good music and right. consistently consistent so, music. And his lyrics, yeah. he got lyrics, like he got bars. You know, very yeah. What was that one song he rapped for like like ten minutes or something? Yes, like game got bars. So yeah, yeah, like so. There's people like a talent always will come back. I just felt like. Jaru got caught up. Like I, I think there were certain things that he felt like he probably couldn't do at the time. Mm-hmm. I know Murder Inc. was going through their own stuff, but I felt like it, I think he just made some missteps in what he chose yeah. to put out. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I just had to say my piece on that, man. Cause... I, mean, I feel you, man. Ain't nothing wrong with you like a Jaru, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out to you know. Yeah, shout out to Jeffrey Atkins, man. Yeah, shout out to Jeff, you know what I'm saying? Just don't do no more festivals, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do no more, though. Don't do no more, though. That's what I'm talking about right there. Them type of missteps right there. Then he did that, what was that guy, what, that, what was that other commercial he just recently? <laughs> what was it? It was for, like, gyros and stuff, that local commercial. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that was a, I, I think that was a oh. joke anyway. It sure was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so, leave Ja alone, man. Yeah, sir. Hey, man, I like Ja. Just, you know, like I said, he's had some joints because I even, I even, uh, you know how much of a Pac fan I, I am. And I remember when he redid, uh, oh, what was that song? Pain. He redid. I, I actually liked that. And I was like, first off, I remember. I remember when he first re, when I found out he was putting that on the album, and I was like, "Why are you putting it on the album?" And I was like, "Why are you doing the? You already get ridiculed. Like at the time, he already was getting ridiculed for the for the X and then the Tupac thing, and then he comes out with a song with Tupac, you know, Tupac song." And I was just like, you so you think you just gonna redo it? And I was like, this is gonna be nah, he, well, but he he had Pac's verse I, in there. I'm getting there. You gotta let me get there. I'm trying to set it up. I'm getting there. 
man, come on, man. We we already an hour and thirty in, man. Hey, man. We got a little time, man. So oh, anyway, I I was uh yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised to see that he kept one of Pac's verses on there. And I was like, all right, I'm good. You know, that's cool. At least you at least you did that. So you know, and and but it, it but at the at the same time it kind of exposed him because when you heard Pox verse, it was just like, yeah, Pox nice, you know, that's what's up. So yeah, I mean, again, you, you do that stuff. Hey, John laced that though too, man. He did his thing. Man. He was all right. I mean, all you did was recite Pox verse. <laughs> he didn't change nothing. He just recited Pox verse. It's paying homage, man. Yeah, he could have just played it. He could have just did the ad libs. That's all he was needed for. So, hey, man, Pac, man, it's paying homage. Yeah, let's let's not pay homage. Just let him rap. Man, you know, and that that was another thing too. That was that was getting people on Fifty side and taking them away from Jock. Cause Jock, Pac, I mean. They people Fifty was exposing some things about Ja Rule. It was kind of like I never thought about that. And folks was like, "Hey, you know, you are doing that." <laughs> then I was like, "I think that gave Ja Rule because he had that one song. It was on a mixtape where he was like, he's like, man, Tupac cut his head ball. You got a ball head. He's like, Tupac put wings on his back. You got wings on your back." <laughs> and he was like putting out similarities. So and it was like. He does have that. <laughs> he does have that tattoo, like Tupac, like, and uh, so yeah. Fifty Fifty was kind of pulling his card and exposing some things. So, and then at the end of the day, like I said, for me, I, I thought Ja was cool, but he just he made too many enemies of other artists that I really liked. Like I was digging Fifth, but then when he started kind of beefing with X, and then he started beefing with Buster and. And them and Dre and I was just like, yeah, you doing too much. Mm-hmm. You doing way too much because I was like, I'm like, Buster was on on way before Ja, and he'll man, ver- lyrically he'll tear he tear Ja to pieces, man. He's yeah, nah, yeah, me, nah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, you doing too much. So it was yeah. almost, I, but I, like you said, I almost felt bad for job because it was like once fifty got on on, it was like dude got like blackballed, like then nobody yeah. even touched. <laughs> was like he's like, hey, I got a song for you. No, I'm good, bro. I don't need we we don't need that right now. Yeah, we good. Yeah. So we got we got Loso. We we hollered at Loso for a song. We don't we don't need <laughs> Loso in case, in case you didn't know. So we hollered at Loso. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, no, but that again, that was all. That's all I had to say. I shout out to Ja Ryan. You know what I'm saying? I think Ja's all right. It's okay. This guy, yeah, that man is flowers, man. He's getting them. He's still rich. <laughs> he's still rich. He's all right. Yeah, he's still rich. He's not hurting. You know what I'm saying? Just don't, you know, don't put on no more festivals. And uh. That's it. He'll be all right. This guy. He'll be good. Did you see that one thing where, and this is it, then we, we go ahead and end it. <laughs> did you see that one thing he did where he, I think he was at a basketball game and he was performing, but then nobody, it was kind of like crickets. This was pre-COVID. Yeah, I think it was the uh, at the Bucks game or yeah, something like that. Everybody throw well, your I hands heard a, up. <laughs> I heard a, well, see, I heard a bunch of stuff around that, like, where 
like the sound was actually cut off, which is why you couldn't hear anything or something like that or something it it was a bunch of stuff but yeah it it however it went it it was it was it definitely looked messed up i was yeah. like ah yeah that's a bad look <laughs> yeah. Yana, they got Giannis on the court he's shooting while he still performing i was like yeah this this, this is terrible that was kind of wild i think i think that's what kind of like i that was like the thing the nail in the coffin for me i'm like is Giannis over there shooting the ball? I do perform. Right, <laughs> like, right. Like, that's a whole different level of disrespect. Because I'm like, right. you're not finna do that if Hove out there. Right, over have right. Over have you removed? You won't play that right. <laughs> right, over. You like no. you might not. You might not play ever again. You right. might make headlines and everything. <laughs> you you see what happened. See what happened to little mama. She ain't been the same since. Exactly. Exactly. Right there. Valid point. I'm like, so yeah, no, nah, that was kind of like, that was like, ooh. I, I, and it wasn't even funny. It was just kind of like, dang, that's like cringeworthy. Like, I felt bad right, for him. Right. He kind of had that look on his face like, for real? Y'all don't act like, like I'm not. Like, it basically what you were just saying about how he needs to get his roses, it was kind of like, y'all forgot who I was? Like, it's like that? And he kind of had that look on his face, like, man, it's like that, huh? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, I'm going, I'm still going to do it. I got paid for it, so I'm going to do it. But, okay. This, this, he looked on, he looked very uncomfortable. Like, I was like, damn, yeah, this is messed up. Like, this is, this is pretty, this is hard to watch. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not, shout out to Ja, man. Ja Rule got some joints. I, I enjoy some of his stuff. So, no, I'm not. I'm not no hater. He he definitely had a run. He definitely had a good run. Um, that doesn't get highlighted as much because of what happened after his run. But yeah, so and that's pretty much it. That's why uh, I think uh, Ebro said Fifty destroyed the uh, the East Coast because after that it went to the South. South had it on lock after after Fifty. Fifty was the last. Big New York artist, if I'm not mistaken, and then uh, yeah, the South one had it ever since. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there's been little spurts here and there, but pretty much South pretty much had it on lock. So, yep. So now nah, this has been pretty good tonight, man. I appreciate you indulging me in this uh little bit of hip hop talk. You know, we talk about a lot of serious stuff. We talked about COVID last week and. You know, we we talk about it. We we go to we go a whole lot of places, but sometimes it's good to look back so we can look forward. And so it was cool to talk about X and whatever. Even though you tried to turn the chop it up segment to a old to Ja Rule all of a sudden, which nah, it's not an old to Ja Rule. You just you know you like that. I'm said like, said something that kind of triggered me. I was like, come on, man, don't don't do this. Like we wasn't listening to Ja Rule back in ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, man. So it's just like every time, every time we break up Ja Rule, you just got a little sore spot. Like you just can't let stuff just go. No, I mean, it's just because I see how people act and behave, and it disgusts me. That's it, it, all. It ain't like that, though, man. You don't let people. It know. is like that. People fix. You got to let people do it. You, you over here. You over And I do. I do. I learned my lesson, but you over here one minute, and then all of a sudden, you way over here, and you claim that you was never over there in the first place when your shadow is still over there. You forgot your shadow. <laughs> he just he just wasn't hot. You know what I mean? You got to go back no and get it. Yeah, look, man, he just wasn't hot no more. 
Just, just say that. Just, just say that. It just wasn't hot. Nobody was feeling. Just it. say that. I just say that. that. I said. Don't don't. Nah, you I was like, oh yeah, man. I ain't, I ain't never really messed with y'all like nah, that in the I first place. You gonna tell me on that? On, on that, on that note, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and get out of here, man. Um, this, is this has been a halfway, <laughs> been a halfway humble hey, podcast. Hey, no, you ain't going to do that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> your boy, that. I'm your boy. <laughs> I'm your boy, Jay. Hey, you ain't going to do that. Uh, that We're going to fade this out. Hey, no, you ain't fade that down yet, man. This is a, how you going to come back talking all this, man? This on for two weeks. You going to come back. I have not been on vacation for two weeks. See, you can't even keep track of time or, or, or your employees, man. Hey, man, fade this out, man. Hey, man, look, shout out to Ja Rule. Shout out to Firefest, man. Salute. You know what I'm saying? This guy. All right, man. Now, this has been the Halfway Hobo Hot Podcast, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it tonight. And somebody, somebody out there buy Jay a Ja Rule baby T-shirt or something, and hopefully he'll get over this whole thing. I'm not. Hey, listen, I'm, I ain't got to have no Ja Rule anything. I'm just saying, get that man his flowers while he's still here. So give him a murder ink bandana or something. For you, you know. Yeah, because he, uh, he, you know, you know how you know how I be now. He mess around, you know. God forbid he mess around, die tomorrow. Everybody was like, oh, we remember Ja Rule. I remember how I loved his music so much. He'll get, get the Instagram love. You know what I'm saying? They'll post Instagram stories all day about that man. Yeah, I, I hate people. <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm taking my mic off. Hold on, hold on, man. Before we go real quick, you, you kind of morbid, don't you? Talk about the man dying. We just we talk about hip hop, man. You, 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 I just said, God forbid, if that man died, you know everybody gonna flock. They're gonna be right back over. They gonna they gonna go back over to the shadow that they left. They gonna go right in the first iTunes. place. Go right to iTunes. And then, mm. Oh, we love you, Ja. Light candles for that man and everything. Like, they wasn't just dissing him. Yeah, they got to have that vigil, man. Didn't nobody want him to die, though. You know, he just had a little problem hey, man. With, with his catalog. You know, catalog was yeah. questionable. That's all. <sighs> yeah. All right. I, 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 don't, <laughs> don't be like that. I, I ain't even got to say. I ain't going to say nothing else, man. We got to go, man. This has been way too long. Hey, right. right, man. Glad to have you back, brother. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> Hey, this has been the Halfway Humble Podcast. I'm about to go listen to some Ja Rule, and we'll see y'all next week. No, you're not. You about to put <laughs> Get Rich or Die Try. Whatever, man. We'll, we'll holler. We'll holler. I might see y'all next week. Hey, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, whatever. No rap talk next week. We'll keep it simple. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, man. Okay, we got to go. I got Ja Rule. I'm about, to, I'm about to come on. I'm about to play it. We'll talk to y'all next week. Put on that three three six. No, pain is love. See, see, <laughs> no, that's that's fine. That's fine. Let's go, man. All right, Let's man. go. Yeah.